When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Yeah, rebounding and points in the paint have really been an Achilles heel in this losing streak for Creighton. Remember, this was a team that was ranked seventh, folks, before this four-game stretch. Now they're out of the top 25. That'll help get them back in. Shireman's hit two triples. It's a great set play. Well, Shireman may have switched his pivot foot. Whoa, put back hammer. Kaluma's now over 20. Saunders, good shot fake, good pass, good rejection by King. Numbers, can they take advantage? King all alone. Buckle up. 10-0 run for the Jays. Oh, almost another turnover. It is. Five seconds. Nimhard. No, in the corner. Our guys showed some grit tonight. Uh, we won the battle in the paint, which we've been struggling with. Um, you know, we just some of their shooters got got loose in opportune times. Cambridge had some some really tough shots uh, when we got the ten point lead uh, to get it back in the game, and then you know, unfortunately, we were just a little short to finish there at the end. Tuesday morning on Coffee and Cream, in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, Damon Benning. Andrew Rogers and another loss for Creighton. And that's where we start. Great call by Brandon Gauden and Nick Ba, though. I really yeah. enjoy Brandon Gauden. Yeah, I've worked with him a couple of times. I just I recently had him on uh, the Big Ten Network for the Buffalo game last year. And it, the cool thing about BG is he's, he's a good guy, right? Like, you can get a good vibe with people that are just good people. See, he's a good person. Is, and and he's, he's very good about sharing. You know, he, he's he's clutch. Does his voice correspond to how he looks? No, because he's a li- <laughs> he's a smaller guy. right, very slight, uh, but he's got a big boy voice. But man, I I I, I like watching those guys because they have a thing, right? Obviously, they they're starting to work together more, which is uh, you know you can get some chemistry try uh, going with kind of the whole mixing. But uh, man, one of those games, and I I heard Coach Max said something interesting. You know, last night about, like, basically letting it go, like cutting it loose. It's hard to believe that uh, a team that's this talented, and this just lets you know it's not always about talent, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the whole let it fly thing and being confident, this is a couple of times down the stretch in basketball games now where they haven't looked like a confident team shooting, you know, one or two possession shots or potentially game-winning shots. They just have looked disjointed offensively, which is kind of atypical of, of, of Creighton, you'd think. Well, Frederick King had a great, it great was fantastic. Game. Inserted himself from the get-go, and he really took the spot that was missing against BYU. When I talked about it yesterday, I said, 
Kalkbrenner's presence is key for this team. But nobody stepped up against the Cougars. In this game, Frederick King did a really good job. Now, there are parts of his game that are still underdeveloped, and I would say that's more mobility than anything else. He kind of got caught... Um, very hard with Washington and, and some of those guys. Yeah, I was thinking more from the, from the side of uh, you know, not being balanced on the floor. You know, he, he got caught behind on a couple of plays, which led to him getting into foul trouble in that basketball game. But for the most part, Frederick King had great vision on the floor. He did well scoring at the basket. I mean, when you put in 8 of 11, you can only be, you can only be happy with a stat like that. Now, there's some that, of course, the runners that didn't go, but, I mean, it didn't go for Nemhard for most of the game. I mean, he was one for nine from the field, um, and uh, Farabello didn't shoot the ball well off the bench either. So there are pieces that all of it has to go together yeah, for shoot. this Creighton team. Pri primarily shooting. King, got, King helped you out. Um, you wanted points in the paint and presence and with missing Kolkbrenner. It's like, look, man, at the end of the day, they got to shoot it better. And – I still think at the end of the day they got to shoot it better, right? You shot especially inside the three. Yeah, and they miss so many chippies uh, early. I I felt like mostly in the first half they shot it a little bit better in the second half. I think they finished eleven to twenty-seven from behind the arc. But the weird thing about uh, this team is I felt like early on they were a little skittish, kind of chasing ghosts a little bit. And ASU speeds you up, man. I mean. They get to double-digit wins. That's a good defensive basketball team because a lot of their guys look alike. They can switch a ton of ball screens. You try to run those little pin-down actions and things like that, and they, they switch a ton of things. And so I think it's hard. But I felt like for as good a defense as – and Arizona State's a top-five defensive team. Creighton got good looks Plenty of good at, at the basket. So I was like, there's some give and take and there, And they right? sped up Arizona State – in the second half, yeah, to on a the, degree on that 16-0 run, put them on that 16-0 run, and it's and it's weird too because Arizona State, if you watch them, they shoot a lot of shots you'd want them to shoot. <laughs> they make a lot of those shots. Yeah, a lot of they they take and make a lot of contested shots. A lot of fades too. Yeah. Oh. I, I was noticing like one play off the inbounds, a corner three. That How about was a some fade. of the shots Cambridge hit? Well, You're like. You're not coaching that. No, you go off the dribble and you're, you're at the elbow, and now all of a sudden you're falling toward the wing and the ball's just splashing yeah, through. Yeah, and he, and he shot it well from behind the arc too. So that, that Desmond, I should say, not Devin, but although Devin was one of two. But I think with Cambridge and Horn and, Horn and those guys, tough shot takers, <laughs> tough shot makers. And for Creighton – you got out-rebounded, I think, what was it, 42-35. So they got out-rebounded by seven. But for them, I, I still think you only had eight turnovers and you had 16 assists. So you like the two-to-one assist-to-turnover ratio. And, again, of your 23 made baskets, 16 of them were off assists. But you don't move the ball well enough still. So it's – if it makes any sense to say 16 assisted baskets on 23, makes you thinking, oh, hey, we're sharing the ball. Those misses, they seem like they're not ISO misses, but they're misses without – they're misses with a lot of dribbling. So I, I'll be curious to see how they kind of – are they going to play through the post? Are you going to dump down? Or like 
are you gonna play four out one in? Like, how do you really want to play? How do you attack this going forward? How do you get easy baskets? Maybe you just have to make them because this is not a good shooting basketball team right now. Um, yeah, right now they yeah. are, but well, they just aren't. I right mean, now. are they though? I think so. Early on this season, we saw that. Uh, at and some, you only at, have at, about ele- what eleven games yeah, to so, assess. Yeah, so I don't know if they are. Maybe they will be. Right now, they're not though. I think we can 100%. safely. I think we can safely say this is not a good shooting basketball team right now. When they connect on all cylinders, they're a great shooting team. But as are every team. Yeah, when you're playing good basketball, usually the ball's going in. So I, I think for Creighton. It's two things. This one isn't physical. I, I said this after maybe the second loss it, where I was – Texas maybe. Where I was kind of wondering about, like, you know, Kaluma shot selection and we were talking about um, being distracted and learning to kind of play. And then the very next game is kind of getting Shireman going. And he got it going a little bit last night. But, um, like, where – it doesn't look smooth. It looks – disjointed on offense because for whatever the reason they don't appear to be a confident offensive bunch I mean, Trey Alexander showed you flashes uh, last night especially from distance um, which is where he did the bulk of his work so you're thinking okay get get T.A. going but then explicably you got the struggles from Nimhart who um it that's that's an interesting kind of offense. You remember you and I flirted with the idea of maybe sometimes moving him off the ball and letting either Alexander or Sharman create to give him some different looks as opposed to dribbling and 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 having to run the offense that way. I, they've got some things to figure out in my opinion offensively. At after BYU. I really liked the idea of Nemhard running the offense. No doubt. As and most. I, and, I, mean, I, and I yeah. still do. I mean, he's a natural point, yeah. But I would even go one step further now and say I need to see more of Nemhard off the dribble because good things happen when he explodes past the defender. Mm-hmm. He's at the top of the key. Whether, he, whether he's dribbling or he has the ball on his hip, he makes a move. His first step is always faster than his defender. And more often times than not, he ends up with a mismatch. Yeah. He, he, has a, he has a big body on him, and he can beat him to the rack. Now, where it lacks sometimes is recovery defense gets there, and because of Nemhard's size, it doesn't always win for Creighton. Team scramble. But I will tell you this much, he did a really good job in this game facilitating. And I, th- I thought that is something that um, kind of gets overlooked a lot with, with his game, but he had nine assists. And, you know, you look at Nemhard and you're like, this is a guy that we need to see score more. But at the same time, you have so many other pieces where he can create more than he can score. When you look for a go-to player now, and I said this yesterday, I was doing a Blue Jay breakdown with, uh, with Anna, our, our good friend Anna Bellinghausen. Anna! And I said, What's Ryan, up, Anna? Is, Ryan, Anna? is Anna up right now? No. No shot. No shot. Wow. Okay. I think we should text her and see. Yeah, I, I bet she doesn't get up till like nine. Um, but uh, Ryan, let's, hit, let's hit her up. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to test it? Are you up? <laughs> She's going to be like, really, bro? Ryan Nemhard. I'm all over the place now. We went on the Annabelle. No, oh, I, I, said, I said for a go-to score. Yeah, yeah. I said when the game comes down to the wire, I want to see him get to the rack. Because I think, I think the best case scenario for Creighton is 
an offensive board and another point, or Nemhard puts it in, mm-hmm. rather than what we see at the end of games where Creighton is just chucking a three, and it's not a good look. Yeah. You, 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 well, go you, all the way back to what we talked about in Texas. At Texas, I was like, they're good up until the game got close. Then the shot select. Do you remember this? I do. Then the shot selection was, and they're really in a, you know where they're really in a bind? Because without question, their best on-the-ball defender is Sharif Mitchell, but he's not helping you out offensively. And he had another good look at it last night. People were questioning his minutes, and he deserves to be in the lineup because of his defensive ability. But, man, he's got to get downhill or get something But you can't have 50% of the game. No, it's, it's, uh, you know, and it's interesting for me just from knowing him so well. I've his dad is one of my best friends, right? He's coached both my kids still. Uh, he's never really been a guy that's wavered with confidence, but since the groin injury, coming back in the time off, he's just been sped up in his head, kind of rushed. I think a lot of you, Creighton players have been the same. But, but here's the thing, though. So what I was going to say, and you may be in agreement with this, what ails them is – is mental. It's not physical. I 100%. just I think this is a team that, more. that had that doesn't ha- hasn't handled. How do you unhook the fridge? <laughs> yeah, they just haven't handled what comes with the expectations. And and I love so here's the thing that I love about Mac is he's got a couple of different styles, but all of it is really relational. He's been a lot more laid back and encouraging than I would expect him to be at this particular juncture. But I think it's because he has some new faces in some new places. So he's he's back to patient teach, coach teach. Mm-hmm. Then he is, all right, hey, listen, fellas, like get your bunda in gear. Uh, because I, I'm kind of, again, big body language guy. You watch him on the sidelines, and he's almost kind of like just loving them through it, right? Hasn't been real demonstrative and, and kind of in their cheeks a little bit. He's just – He's positive. He's positive. So – and I just wonder where the leadership is going to come from on the floor as, okay, this is the guy. It's on him. And I don't know who that is yet. Yeah. You know, I tried to decide yesterday, but I don't know who that is yeah. just yet. I, I, I think people wanted it to be Baylor Shireman when he arrived – just haven't seen that just yet. A lot of people thought Nemhard was going to step up in that type of role this year. Haven't seen a lot of vocal leadership from him or really from anybody on this team. Nobody is saying or demanding the basketball when the time comes for it. Yeah. And at the end of the game, because it, it was a completely flip-flop look. You look at BYU, they don't call a timeout. Then you look against Arizona State. I, I did like what he said, though, timeout. about the timeout. Though. I do, too. The 12 seconds 100%. versus I was totally with digits. him. I was cool with Max. But in that first game against BYU, you got to get rid of Sharif Mitchell. you got to put in a shooter. Now, he did that in game two. And, and got caught. And got caught. So, you know, you look at drawing up a play, right? You have a time. You have, what, one minute, minute and a half to draw up a play. Yeah, it was a full. And that's what you come up with? Like, that's, that's, what, that's the product that you see yeah. on the floor? And I'll, you, I'll, you get I'll, the I'll just say this as a coach. It could not have been – maybe it wasn't executed. It, well, it, 100% <laughs> it wasn't executed well. But there was, a, there was just a huge traffic jam. Mm. But it wasn't even at the top of the key. Yeah. It was up closer to half court than it was the three-point line. Yeah. And so when you inbound the ball and you get it at the red line – 
and now all of a sudden you have eight seconds to try to create space when Arizona State, as you talked about, one of the best defensive teams yeah, in college basketball scramble. is on you yeah. because they know you're going to huck a three at this point because you're way out in front, and there's not a lot of movement on the floor to maybe set a screen, open things up, or, or get a pick and roll. It, it needs to be executed better, but I don't even know what the play was. Yeah. Like, you look at that inbounds no, play, and you're like, you. what happened? That, that's legit. And, and what do you find folks think out there? Get at us, 888-638-4876. That's 888-638-4876. Got that to memory now. Uh, I'm getting better, right? I'm a numbers guy. I just had to commit it to – I just had to give it some effort, right? It's just – Commit it to You're walking effort. around the house at home. If I could give you B. John Robinson stats or McCall or somebody. Which I could, is wild. I could be able to. <laughs> well, would you like to know Russell Wilson's efficiency field goal percentage? <laughs> That's right. You don't do the NBA. Weird things stick out in my head. But fantastic show today, right? You did a good job. Well, you and Shane and I just, I'm on, I'm on the coattails. Uh, good show today, right? We're, we're, we'll talk a little K-State. We'll mm-hmm. preview Nebraska K-State basketball. Uh, this weekend, because the Big Ten has a little bit of a stretch off, we've got uh, we talk K State football with them winning a Big Twelve uh, championships. So we'll talk to Wyatt Thompson. Uh, we talked pugilists fight the fight game yesterday with Bud Crawford, Tefimo Lopez. Uh, what's next with Errol Spence? You can even get into UFC, where I know you like to make yeah, yourself that's a pretty. Me. That's a pre- me. A pretty. I have plenty of UFC <laughs> hey, questions listen, loaded up. He's in the a batty. He's a patty. A batty patty. Patty Batty fan. Patty Batty. Because well, I, I don't lo- even know if I'm a Patty Batty fan. I just like the nickname. I, I think you like the haircut. Yeah, well, <laughs> he looks like. Uh, I'm telling you, that's he the guy. He looks that's like somebody that was in a band over in England playing with yeah, Ed like, Sheeran like, at like, some like point. Like Beck or somebody, right? right? It's like, <laughs> like I'm a Beck. loser, baby. And then you go over there and you say something slick to him and all of a sudden you're he sleepy. You in the yeah, mouth. You wake up like four hours later and you're like, man, that dang No, haircut. I'm excited to talk to Ioli, though, because. If you watched the UFC over the weekend, I mean, there was some controversial judging toward hey, the end, and even Ioli. Listen, they're starting to get a little bit. People have been suspended. Uh, corners have been suspended. We'll ask Kevin because yeah. he had he at his Twitter game. He was like, eh, well, and I, I watched know. him do a little stand-up video after afterward, yeah. and it was the unpopular opinion. Kevin Ioli. Yeah. It wasn't the hey, I agree with with the majority. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the Kevin we normally get of hey, I, you know, I'm taking this from my perspective and other media perspectives, and that did not go the way we uh, thought it was going to go. No sir. And uh, we'll talk Creighton with Joel Lorenzi, who is there. Got to come their, full circle. Their their beat writer. So we'll talk to him in the eight o'clock hour. So it's like you're watching last night. By the way, congratulations to your. Oh, thank you. I didn't wear the hat today because I only wear teams that either like big things come. Like I know they they snapped whatever streak they were they were on their with their losing stretch. Can I can I have a question though? Go ahead. So I get the Mississippi State thing. That was Mike Leach. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen the Blues thing. (laughs) Okay, but why are we rocking the Oakland A's? Are you a is it a Billy B? Are you a money? I am a money ball fan, but this is for Sean Murphy today. Sean Murphy got traded. Oh, okay. So you're up on it, obviously, because we're we're up early. Are you like scrolling the news feed <laughs> and seeing what gear can I wear <laughs> that goes? Because yesterday it was Mississippi State. Yep. That made sense. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you were going to wear Texas today or what. We'll get <laughs> Could to, you imagine? We'll get to Chris I, Beard I, later. I don't even know if I have any Texas apparel. 
You know what I was? You know what I was mo- the most shocked about with Sean Murphy Day? That is of all the things I thought you were going to say. <laughs> it wasn't that. That's not it. <laughs> Sean Murphy three-way really? trade. Really? Yeah. Really. So I was I was all in on Sean Murphy before I found out really what the A's ask, asking price was for him because the Cardinals obviously looking for a catcher ended up signing Contreras instead, but Sean Murphy was rumored to be somebody St. Louis was highly interested in. But I mean, you look at the haul that Oakland got and if you if you go back and go on Twitter because I'm not a pipeline guy, like I'm really not. I I try to be, I, but there's I, so many players. I am a pipeline guy because that was the name of our offensive line in the 90s. So I'm a huge, huge pipeline, pipeline guy. guy. Not an MLB pipeline guy. I'm I'll like yeah, I'll like, I'll entertain it. Correct. Like I'll go in and and see like oh, you know, who's this prospect, who's that prospect. But you look at the names on the list that Oakland got and none of them are recognizable, which means if Sean Murphy's asking price was as high as people were talking about you know these prospects are the real deal yeah yeah and they're expecting three out of the five at least to pan out so let me ask you something before we get it well we should have continued with the hot stove talk because i was all in a couple of days ago talking about potential shortstop trades moving gavin lux and two young arms having to get in the dodgers rotation and Boston Red Sox. Not wanting Carlos Correa. uh, Boston inexplicably paying Kenley Jansen eight mil, which for two years, no big deal. Did the whole Justin Verlander New York Mets thing last week like fly? It came at me like a jet. Under the radar? Nobody really talked about it. Are we paying attention to the Mets rotation right now? So they got rid of DeGrom. Yeah. And then they just I don't know if added, got rid of well, is the term. I don't like, know, maybe because I mean yeah, he, he played too much. <laughs> yeah. Well they they pulled a old school Dusty Baker Mark Pryor. Maybe they ran DeGrom into the ground with all the arm injuries the last couple of years and running him back out there, but I'm sure we'll get to baseball. But season, how much Scherzer so? and Verlander reunited once and again? And it feels so good. Yeah. And then who's the third they just got? They just got somebody else. Well, all they were missing is like Matt Boyd or somebody bringing him over from the old school Tigers. What? It wasn't no, I, uh, Annabelle Sanchez, another Tiger. Oh, I'm not talking just Tigers Reunite. here. Oh. I, I'm listening. They I'm, added I'm, somebody else. Did I'm, they add the Japanese pitcher? Yeah, Yoshida. Is that who they got? Yeah. Uh, the no, B- Boston did. I thought, and I thought you guys were going to go get Yoshida. Yoshida. Yeah. Yoshida? All of them. Kind of I know. Names. Wait till we get to Nebraska's recruiting segment later on. We'll be like, "Hey, is it uh, Senzatella, <laughs> Cephaluina? Like, what are we talking about? Which IMG team did he have the seven interceptions <laughs> for? Was it the top team? Nah, we kid because we care. We do care. We do and care. Uh, you know, as as I look. Good at morning. Good morning, Shane. Good morning, Shane. <laughs> I thought it was Yoshi. Wasn't he from Mario? <laughs> Yoshi. Oh, stop. See. Hey, it's not easy being green. See, good morning. The 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 minute we let him get involved, he he is it the baby? Is, is he not the? He was the baby dinosaur, right? Yoshi? Yeah, he's the one yeah. that popped up out of the egg. Speaking of eggs, our poll question of today. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> How do you like your eggs? Oh, this is good because Creighton laid an egg. So fitting. I this is good. a little harsh, but fitting. I boy, oh, this is. Scrambled. I can't wait to hear these. Okay. Over easy. Okay. Hard boiled or uh, hatched. Well, oh, man, that's tough. 
It really is. Do you know the reference of uh, Hatched? Hatched? No. There was a kid at a restaurant. I don't know. This could be fake. But he like the waitress said, how do you like your eggs? And he goes, uh, and he looked at his dad and goes, Hatched. Send that to me. <laughs> I See if I laugh out loud. I'll let you know if it's real or I not. I thought it was funny. <laughs> All right, what do, you, what do you think, though? What do you, where do you I, think I'm we're going I'm struggling because I like them all. I'm the king of the hard-boiled eggs and salad. I'll tell you a funny story about when I was at Paisons and Verzal made me like a cob salad. And I said, do you have eggs? And he goes, I don't have an oven. I was like, can you put them in a pizza oven? <laughs> There's a lot to that story, man. <laughs> we'll talk recruiting trail and maybe a little bit more of that story next.